This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Wednesday, July 9th, 2008. I'm Caleb Brown. More than one out of 20 employees who are put through the E-Verify system are, in some sense, rejected. The Department of Homeland Security says those people are illegal immigrants, and the E-Verify system is working to root them out. Jim Harper, Director of Information Policy Studies at the Cato Institute, says not so fast. Well, the use of the E-Verify system is beginning to to give DHS some returns, and they've been reporting them and maybe spinning them the way they want us to think about them. Uh, and, and in the mostly voluntary use of E-Verify, we've seen 5.8% of all submissions, that's new employees whose data is entered into this system, 5.8% of them get what's called a tentative non-confirmation. That's because the information in the DHS database doesn't match up with uh, what employers are putting in. Uh, 0.5% then are able to uh, contest those TNCs, tentative non-confirmations. They're resolved and they go to work with their employees. The conclusion promoted by DHS is that the remaining 5.3% are illegal aliens. The system is working. uh, They're going away. But I think that's a little bit uh, too simple a conclusion, and, and I've been looking for better information. And in fact, at a recent meeting of the Department of Homeland Security, Data Privacy, and Integrity Advisory Committee, staff at DHS said that they would go back and try to figure out what's actually happening with that information, so with those uh, tentative non-confirmations. So we'll learn more information soon. But some information has come available, and bit by bit we're starting to learn more. There are a number of different possibilities of what's happening. But uh, recently the DHS implemented a a splash page on the the E-Verify website so that if if a tentative non-confirmation comes back, they say, hey, employer, would you re-enter the information so that we can just make sure you didn't didn't do a data entry error on the in the first instance? And they report that 30% of those tentative non-confirmations are cleared up just by fixing those data entry errors. Now that's good; that makes the system run a little better. But it reveals something that's important because 30% of 5.8% is 1.74%, and we know that now that that of the 5.8%, um, a third were entitled to work. Those are people that are be, had been bounced out of the system, uh, law-abiding American citizens or, or uh, legal immigrants who were bounced out of the system. Um, among, the, among the possibilities, these data entry errors, uh, a, a strong possibility exists that employers are uh, just not reporting the fact that a new employee is subject to this tentative non-confirmation and instead firing the employee uh, without telling them anything about it. So the employee walks away wondering what happened and they've been, uh, though they are legally entitled to work under the immigration laws, they've been sent packing. How many times this will happen uh, to people is an open question. So the, the basic message is that DHS needs to actually study what's happening. It's difficult to do, but they need to figure this out because the last thing we want from uh, a U.S. policy is something that prevents law-abiding American citizens from working. When John Tester and Mark Sanford came here to talk about the essentially the failures of Real ID, I noted that both of them pointed to E-Verify as a system that uh, they supported. Yes, they did. And our political leaders uh, have to do some more thinking about E-Verify and understand the relationship of a national electronic employment verification system to a national ID system. Uh, in my recent paper on E-Verify, Franz Kafka's solution to illegal immigration, I wrote about how you need to have a national identification system in order to administer uh, E-Verify type system. So that's the road we're heading down with E-Verify, 
And uh, sooner or later, the, the political leaders, even the ones we like and respect, uh, will exercise some followship and, uh, and figure out uh, the real nature of the programs that they're talking about with E-Verify. This is voluntary use of this program, right? For the most part. The E-Verify system, previously called Basic Pilot, has been voluntary uh, nationwide and, and uh, until January 1st of this year when Arizona became the first state to require it. Now, not all Arizona employers are complying with that requirement yet. Uh, and now the, the administration has begun to, to the steps toward requiring all federal contractors to use E-Verify. Uh, so more and more we'll see, we'll see uh, non-voluntary use in states and among select employer groups. Likely the 5.8% the tentative non-confirmation rate we've seen in the past is about the best we'll get because the voluntary employers are the ones that are operating the system the best possible way. They're the most keen to do well within the program. When you move down the chain, as it were, to ordinary employers who really don't want to deal with this bureaucracy, uh, you'll get a, a system that works quite a bit less well. And so you'll have, again, law-abiding citizens bounced out of the system. They'll use the system for improper purposes, like pre, pre-checking employees. If they get a tentative non-confirmation, they won't even hire. They won't even allow the employee to figure out what's happening. So uh, 5.8%, uh, one in four uh, I'm sorry, one in 20 new employees being bounced out of the system, that's the best we'll see. It'll get worse from there. What's the Department of Homeland Security's incentive to get this right? Well, the DHS has an obligation, I think, to figure out exactly what's happening with this program, exactly what the numbers mean. Um, and rather than spinning this out as if uh, 5.3% of, of all people run through the system are illegal aliens, they need to figure out which are illegal aliens. The, the system will uh, cull some illegal immigrants from from being hired, but they need very much to figure out who are the law-abiding citizens are and why they're being bounced out of the system, and they need to bring that number down to just as close to zero as we possibly can. You know, conservatives obviously want law and order, and just as much we want people working. The, the point of the, uh, the the point of these uh, laws is to is to get a legal environment where people are working, and we don't want to bounce out the American citizen just to get at the illegal immigrant. Jim Harper is Director of Information Policy Studies at the Cato Institute and author of the book Identity Crisis. You can get your copy at Cato.org.